This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Thursday, the 8th of June. Jazzy boy, we know the RBA bumped interest rates by 0.25% this mm-hmm. week. But the governor of the RBA has another message for Aussies. Oh, no. He reckons that wages should not increase at the same rate as inflation. Otherwise, inflation will continue to rise. Speaking of the RBA cash rate, we've done a deep dive in the Flux app on the rate rises and what this means for you, Ooh. the savers, for mortgage holders, and even for the property market. Yeah. So if you want to be in the know in less than five minutes a day, make sure to check out the Flux app. Three euphoric stories today, Jazzy Boy. Let's do it. For our first. Aussie fashion giants risk facing a mandatory levy on their trendy threads if they refuse to jump on board a new scheme tackling fast fashion. That is a very big one. I can think of a lot of companies that could be in the firing line. So Mm. what is going on here? Well, Jazzy Boy, Australia might not be the first place that comes to mind when you think of fashion, Mm -hmm. but the Australian fashion industry is a bit of a beast. It actually contributes over $27 billion to the economy and employs more people than the whole mining industry. Wow. Now, Jazzy Boy, a new scheme has hit the fashion industry. Do tell me. It's called the Seamless Scheme and it's designed to tackle fast fashion. Now, right now, it's a voluntary scheme. The idea is that fashion retailers who sign up will have to pay four cents per garment sold. And that money would go towards things like sustainable design, mm-hmm. reselling used items. Yep. If the scheme reaches its target, the Australian Fashion Council reckon they can divert 60% of old clothing away from landfill by 2027. Now, so far, Jazzy Boy, only six of the 30 brands approached have actually signed up. We're talking Big W, David Jones, Lorna Jane, Rip Curl, Aaron Williams, mm. and The Iconic. But others haven't been as keen just yet. But Brett, the Environment Minister has warned that major clothing brands have 12 months to either volunteer to the scheme or they'll face regulation directly. Interesting. So what is the key learning here? The fashion industry is starting to come to terms with its environmental impact. Get this one, Jazzy Boy. The fashion industry could be responsible for as much as 4% of global greenhouse gas emissions. That's according to global consulting firm McKinsey. Now, believe it or not, that's a bigger contribution to climate change than international aviation and shipping combined. And Brett, fashion retailers are realising that they kind of have to do something about it. While this scheme is a good first step, it's probably, maybe, only (laughs) likely that other retailers will participate when it becomes mandatory. Mm -hmm. For our second story, the PGA Tour and Saudi-backed Live Golf have announced a merger after a tense rivalry, but now they're promising a united (laughs) future for golf. What a twist. I can tell you I was not expecting that when I woke up. So tell me about this new match, mate. (laughs) So the PGA Mm -hmm. is the organiser of the main professional golf tours played in North America and around the world. Think winners like Tiger Woods, Rory McIlroy, Vijay Singh, and even the shark, Greg Norman. Live Golf, on the other hand, was launched last year and was backed by significant Saudi funding. Live offered hefty prizes Mm -hmm. for tournament winners and paid big bucks to players like Phil Mickelson and Aussie Cameron Smith. And Brett, at the time, the PGA Tour Commissioner threatened all players who defected they would be banned for life. But, my friend, they're going to merge to unify the sport. And Brett, Live, which is funded by the Saudi government, has been heavily criticised for sports washing Mm. because of their human rights record. And despite the outrage, the deal landed. So what is the key learning here? Sports washing is the practice of countries or companies using sports sponsorships to improve their public image. By linking themselves to a sporting team or an event, governments or companies hope to improve their reputation. Or at the very least, you know, distract attention from potentially unethical conduct. And Brett, although sports washing isn't a new phenomenon, we've seen it front and centre in recent times. Think Qatar hosting the FIFA World Cup. Think Russian oligarchs purchasing English Premier League clubs. And of course, the Saudi government funding the Live Golf Tournament. But Brett, we know that money and funding often overrides moral concerns 
concerns in the sporting world. For our third and final story, the US regulator, the SEC, has filed a lawsuit against Coinbase after claiming it's been operating as an unregistered broker since 2019. Oh, what's that? Another crypto exchange in hot water? <laughs> Tell me more. Okay, well, Coinbase is a pretty big deal in the crypto world. In fact, Jazzy Boy, in the last 24 hours alone, they've facilitated $1.3 billion wow. worth of trades. But now, it looks like the SEC, which stands for the Securities and Exchange Commission, mm. isn't too thrilled with Coinbase's operations. The SEC is claiming that Coinbase has been acting as an unregistered broker Ooh. since 2019. And Brett, the Coinbase lawsuit comes one day after the SEC put 13 charges against Binance 2. Shots have officially, well and truly, been fired. So what is the key learning here? Regulation is a double-edged sword in the crypto world. Now, B-Man, we know that regulation is essential for the protection of crypto investors' funds. And it's also critical to ensure there is integrity and trust in the market. Right now, the US regulators are kind of looking to reshape the crypto sector. They want to treat digital asset exchanges like more traditional financial firms. But at the same time, you got to remember that too much regulation, or at least unclear regulation, mm. can actually stifle innovation. A good example of this double-edged nature of regulation mm-hmm. is the ride-sharing industry. Uber revolutionized transport, but faced major pushback from the regs. Flux fam, if you're enjoying the Flux pod, then you'll certainly enjoy the Flux daily newsletter. In fact, Flux fam, many say it's even better than the pod. So head to flux.finance slash newsletter to check it out. Flux fam, I will be out of action on the pod for the next couple of weeks, but I am very much looking forward to listening to tomorrow mm-hmm. and next week's pods with Juzzy Boy and Hush Deep. Kind of nice subbing you out, Brett. Have a great break, though. Look forward to seeing you on your way back. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.